You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello, welcome to episode number 42 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today, we're talking about Snapchat. Now, I have done a podcast on Snapchat before. Um, I believe, I don't know how long ago I did it, and I've done blog posts on Snapchat. And both those probably revolved around whether or not your church should use it, and a lot of it had to do with what I thought of it at the time. Um, And so today, we're going to dive a little bit more into um, me rethinking Snapchat. So this is going to be a bit of a different podcast in the sense of normally when I do podcasts, they're very well... I like to think they're very, I like to think they're very well researched in terms of like I research everything I draw up a hard outline and have a really good idea of where we're going to go. Um, this is a little different. I'm actually going to be thinking a little bit out loud and talking to you some of my thoughts on Snapchat and why I'm rethinking some of the, my initial thoughts about it. Um, some are good, some are bad. Um, and the reason why what's been driving me to rethink this is just looking around the landscape of social media. I had a friend the other day asked me a question about another social network and them worrying about that social network going away. And what does that look like? And, um, I look across the landscape and I really see two social networks kind of emerging, um, uh, Periscope, which I don't know if I really call a network, but in some ways it is. Um, and the other one is Snapchat and I see it evolving. I slowly see it growing, um, in terms of it's more of acceptance as a you know, a normal social network. So as I dive into it and I play with the tool more and I start using the tool, I'm kind of seeing some things and, and I'm reading some stuff that's kind of put it in perspective for me. And, um, so I posed the question actually on our Facebook group, the communications church, Facebook group. And I said, who uses Snapchat? If so, why? And if you don't, if you, if you don't use it, why not? And majority of people who don't use it are fearful of a lot of the stuff that they're afraid of is, is that, you know, young adults use it, teenagers use it, and they're posting stuff they shouldn't be posting on Snapchat, which I totally understand. And them not wanting to get private snaps from people, etc. However, at the same time, I'm thinking, well, you could get direct messages from people on Twitter or you get Facebook messages or Instagram messages. Um, however, again, those don't disappear like a Snapchat does. So again, I could, I could see, I see some of those issues and why somebody would hesitate against using that. However, the more I think about it, um, I think there is a case for it. Um, however, I do think there are a couple of flaws, or not so much flaws, I'm going to say challenges to doing Snapchat and doing Snapchat well. Um, my initial objection to Snapchat was just first off, originally, I just think the app is horribly designed. I still don't like the design of the app. I still don't think it's nearly as intuitive as it could be. Um, I also didn't like the fact I had a little trouble figuring out where the analytics were. I don't know why, it just took me a while to figure it out. And then once I figured it out, I was like, okay. Um, but... I'm beginning to realize that there are probably really two things that really pose that challenge. And those two things are content and discovery. And I think, let's talk about content for a second. Content on Snapchat is going to be difficult for our church to do because what it requires you to do is it requires you to really think throughout the day of what story are we telling? Uh, what what am I going to tell in this brief moment of time? So you may reel off like seven snaps in a row, um, like I saw a church do the other night when they were doing band worship band rehearsal. That makes a lot of sense, but you have to think in a different way. 
you have to think multiple little snaps that kind of tell and construct a story. Um, and that requires images and video throughout the day. Um, but there's a second part of that that's the problem is, is that you can't schedule that in terms of like an auto schedule. You can't do like really nice video and then pump the video onto Snapchat or really nice images and pump it onto Snapchat. Um, that's not what the app's designed to do. The app is designed for you to be in the moment, to take an image and then to scribble on it. And for a lot of churches, that is really difficult because I think for most of us, we have become really accustomed to sitting down on Monday morning or Sunday afternoon or whatever it is for you and kind of scheduling our social media out for a week, sometimes for 30 days and kind of like almost like a rotisserie chicken. You kind of just set it and let it just do its thing. And then when it's done, it's done, etc. You know, it's you know, like those really bad infomercials. You just set it, you just set it and forget it, you know, um, but Snapchat's different in the sense of the content creation. So I can easily see, and I can see for myself, that's a problem of I've constantly got to be thinking, oh, this is a good moment. I should be snapping this moment. Um, so I think on content creation, a lot of us become really comfortable with auto scheduling and Snapchat really kind of honestly just goes against that. So first, a lot of us, that's, that's going to be an issue. Um, problem two is discovery. Um, you notice there's not like a top Snapchatters or Snapchat account page. I mean, the discovery in the sense of the fact you can find all these major brands like CNN, ESPN, etc. but there's not like a directory. Like on Twitter, you can just sort and you know, who's got how many Twitter followers and you kind of know everybody's analytics, if you will. You don't really know that so much on Snapchat in terms of there's not this gamification of I've got more than they've got. Um, not in a true classic sense, like page likes, um, likes on Instagram, those stats aren't really publicly displayed in such a way that allows for a gamification of the system, if you will. So discovery in the sense of what is popular content on Snapchat is virtually really hard. If you want to search for your church on Snapchat, it's a little more difficult in that sense, uh, in the sense of, in the sense of people actually, uh, well, I'll phrase it like this. It's a little different in terms of people actually stumbling onto your account. Okay, like they may do that on Instagram or Facebook or something like that. So discovery in an organic sense is virtually none, which inversely means what you're going to have to, which basically means what you're going to have to do is, is you're going to have to really push and market your Snapchat account on your other accounts. You're going to have to save your snaps to your phone and then turn around and show them off on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and say, follow us on Snapchat and really pump and promote those accounts. So it requires a whole different level of marketing and a whole level of different level of effort to get that content out there and to get people aware that you have a Snapchat account uh, to actually publish out the snap code, if you will, that people can then take a screenshot of and, you know, to add you that way. So I think the content is going to be a huge issue for people because it requires you to get off the auto schedule and start really thinking throughout the day. Um, and two, the discovery is going to be a lot more. It's like hard promotion. It's like, we're going to have to get out there. We're going to have to promote it a lot. We're going to have to work that constantly to get people to add us and to show off the content that they could be seeing if they were seeing us on Snapchat. And so I think those two things alone are the barrier by which a lot of us are not jumping into Snapchat. And what scares me about that is I really think Snapchat is starting to catch momentum and Snapchat is really starting to um, take off. And I think in a more of a common way 
uh, in terms of it just being like a mainstay of the social media networks. And but scares me about that is, is a lot of churches aren't going to get on that. And I think it's for fear of, well, that's for young people. And it feels like a lot of the language that we used when we first started, saw when people first saw Facebook or they first saw Instagram or they first saw Twitter. And I think for churches, if you're wise and you're smart, you're going to start, honestly, I suggest spend anywhere between, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a day of just learning the tool and using the tool. Maybe just do it in beta. Don't tell anybody you have an account and just start learning it and start using it and start getting into a groove with it. Because I think um, in probably the next 18 months, it's going to be kind of considered the norm. Um, I don't make that a hard prediction, but I just can see that happening pretty quick and you don't want to be caught flat-footed with it. So again, I'm actually saying you really, really need to think it if you haven't started thinking about it. I know for us, Katie and I have uh, at Brentwood Baptist have had this discussion multiple times um, and we go back and forth. And I think, you know, in 2016, we'll probably make more of an effort, or at least I'll make more of an effort to use the church Snapchat account and start trying to uh, be more proactive in our daily use of that and promoting the account itself. So that's me. Honestly, this is my free flowing thoughts on Snapchat as I'm rethinking it. You're kind of getting the inside workings of my brain and how I'm thinking through that and how I think you need to rethink that as well. If you've got a question or topic for me that you want to talk about, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can direct message me on Twitter at uh, D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, we're on iTunes or on Stitcher if you use an Android device. So you could check us out there as well. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.